Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Monday, March 27th. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, an occupancy, our special guest today joining us on the show. Everybody should know him well by now. Uh, he is always in the chat, usually, uh, during our daily show, and he's been on our BetCasts many times. I would say more often than not, he's on our BetCasts uh, for a little bit every Tuesday night. It's a great segue to mention this Tuesday's BetCast. We're back with another one tomorrow night. March the 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And if you actually look at the uh, card tomorrow night, it's a really good one uh, in the NHL for Tuesday, March 28th. We've got Tampa Bay, Carolina, uh, Nashville, Boston, with Nashville's playoff hopes uh, slipping away from them after another loss yesterday. And now they've got the mighty Bruins to have to deal with uh, tomorrow night. You've got uh, Pittsburgh uh, as they try to cement their uh, playoff positioning, taking on Detroit. Uh, you've got L.A. Calgary, pretty good uh, 9 o'clock Eastern game. And we might even stay on late enough to, for the end of Edmonton, Vegas. It might be one of those later betcasts if that game is as good as we think it might be. Uh, but that Oilers-Golden Knights game, hey, it was a good game Saturday between the two teams in Edmonton. And they're going at it once again tomorrow night in Vegas this time. So uh, a great betcast, some pretty good games on the card. And we're excited about it. So join us tomorrow night, Tuesday, March 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern, live betting and commentary. Me, Alex B. Smith, many of our viewers and listeners joining us as guests, a bar and a pub atmosphere, as you know, with every betcast. That's what makes it fun. Drinking is encouraged. Uh, DM me at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano350 at gmail.com, and we will send you a link to the betcast to join us uh, tomorrow night. Before we get into tonight's card, uh, occupancy, just some words from you since you're our guest here. Uh, how's the uh, betting going? And uh, some observations just quickly on uh, the uh, NHL specifically over the weekend. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, you know, I'm listening to a lot of the storylines you guys are listening to. Um, you know, we're going into year two, you know, now that I've been you know, a nice guy's supporter and follower. Um, it's great to be on the show. You know, um, it's a good community. You know, a couple of people in the chat already. Um, we got Goose, you know, Jay Stone, uh, Olafub, you know, uh, a lot of these people, you know, we see Rich H, um, you know, day in and day out doing this. So it's just good to, you know, get together and, and you know, people see things in different ways. And for hockey, you know, um, running uh, last week was a good week. Um, and, uh, you know, in, a, in March, March has been a pretty, pretty good month. Um, I think this is the time of year where, you know, we could see some opportunities uh, from a betting perspective, um, you know, with teams who clinch and, and different things. Um, so I, I think this is the time of year to, to really uh, double down and, and get into into the numbers and everything. Um, if you're, you know, from a from a playoff perspective, um, you know, the East, we got a race here. I mean, no, no one's really out yet. I mean, I think you cut the line maybe at Ottawa. But I still think, I mean, the chances are small, but Sens, Caps, Sabres, Panthers all have an opportunity to take one of, or two of those spots, um, depending on what happens. So I think, you know, these games mean a lot um, in that conference and, and same thing in the West, really. I mean, I think you cut the line at Nashville, um, but Preds and Flames on the outside looking in, um, I think they still have a really good chance um, 
you know, to take a spot. I, I don't, I don't necessarily see the Kraken falling out, but, but maybe that Winnipeg spot. Um, but we'll see. And then, you know, we'll, we'll break these games down and uh, we got a couple of these teams playing tonight. And, uh, but uh, other than that, yeah, it's just uh, stoked to be here. Yeah. Great to have you. Uh, before, uh, we're going to jump into the Monday card. I do have to admit though, another draw cashes yesterday for me and for yeah. Alex too, with uh, Colorado and Arizona. It was one of those days, actually, that was the only draw I bet yesterday. Uh, Saturday, I was on a bunch of draws. Things didn't really go that well because the only one that hit was Edmonton Vegas. Yesterday, there was really only one draw that I said, you know what? It's really got a good chance to go to, of course, Boston, Carolina would have cashed the draw too. I wasn't interested in that one, but if you bet it, congrats. But the only one I was interested in was Colorado, Arizona. And boy, it was 2 nothing early in the third. It didn't look good, but uh, Arizona ended up uh, battling back and they tied the game 3-3 eventually. It went to overtime, and there's another draw. Plus 400 is what you could have got with that price yesterday. Uh, just a phenomenal uh, bet there again, and we uh, are, we are accentuating this here on the show repeatedly now the last few weeks that the draw is worth a look uh, when it makes sense. And look at how just a one plus 400 ticket uh, can uh, turn things around as far as your bankroll uh, is concerned. But uh, this card actually is six games. There are multiple bets that do pique my interest from a draw perspective and i said last night when i first looked at the monday card i said there is one obvious glaring fucking obvious draw bet that i like on the <laughs> monday card and i just let all of our viewers and listeners just you know reply and throw it out there what they thought which game i was referring to and we will answer that question for you when we get to that game uh, here on the uh, monday card but yeah it was obvious it's like that yep that's a draw that's a draw bet right there right mm -hmm. when i saw the right when I saw the matchup. So I will reveal that later on in the show. All right, let's get into it. We'll begin with Florida taking on Ottawa here for this Monday slate. Uh, we've got the uh, Florida Panthers, minus 150 road favorites, seven the total in this game. I ain't laying a thing with Florida on the road. Not a chance that's happening uh, going into this game against the uh, Ottawa Senators. We've seen them with two big home games, four points on the table against the Toronto Maple Leafs and the New York Rangers. How many points did they get? How many? Zip, zilch, nada, jack shit in terms of points in those two games against the Leafs and the Rangers. This is a team that I, I, I question their ability to rise to the occasion, play pressure-filled hockey, and thrive in, under it. I've got real big questions with that, with this Florida team right now. Uh, now we're going to lay minus 150 on the road. Now, Ottawa's got issues, all right, defensively. They're having some struggles. There's no doubt. Goaltending is just, look, they're stuck with Mad Sogard because they have no Cam Talbot and no Anton Forsberg, and it's been that way for a long time. And, and it's to make matters worse, too, I'm not convinced, um, you know, some of their defensemen are fully healthy. Uh, and, look, everybody's banged up at this time of year. I get that. Everybody's got injuries. Everybody's got problems. But you've already lost Jacob Chikrin to injury. I don't think Thomas Shabbat's 100% the way I've seen him go around the ice here lately the last couple games i think he's hurting a little bit so you're talking about two of your best defensemen they're asking a whole lot of jake sanderson and look he's played his guts out for the ottawa senators this guy he's going to be a good defenseman he already is a good defenseman for ottawa jake sanderson but then when you're asking and uh, artem zub you know to play 20 minutes a night and you're asking you know brandstrom you know, and some of these other defensemen for the Ottawa Senators to really pick up the slack and play minutes they're not accustomed to, have tougher matchups to defend as far as the opposing team is concerned that they're not used to, it becomes a big problem 
especially when the pressure's there. So, you know, Artem Zub is good when he can play, you know, 14, 15 minutes a night. Do we like him as a 20-minute defenseman? No, we don't. So that's the problem they're falling in right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't think Shabbat, like I say, just from watching him, I, I've not got a – I'm not a doctor. I don't have a medical report. I'm not the trainer. I'm not the people that, you know, uh, know this shit regarding injuries at this time of year, but he doesn't look like he's under percent, honestly, uh, Thomas Shabbat, but he's gotten it out. He's doing the best he can. And Ottawa's gotten it out, trying to do the best they can. They, they are not playing though, with the effort of a team that has quit or a team that doesn't believe they can still make this one last push, get red hot and sneak in. You know, the effort's still there. Even the New Jersey loss Saturday night, that wasn't a loss like, oh, they, they they mailed it in, they quit. No, they just made some bad breakdowns and blunders at bad times that cost them, and that ended up in the back of their net. So I like the effort level from this Ottawa team. Uh, I haven't bet them yet, but I'm close with Ottawa. Plus, it's just more so that I don't trust Florida here going on the road with what I've seen the last couple games. Sergei Bobrovsky confirmed in net for them. Uh, it isn't confirmed yet for Ottawa, but what else? What other choice do they have at this point? But Mad Sogard again, they just got to grin and bear it uh, and see if he can uh, get the job done for this team. But uh, yeah, Ottawa plus 130, and I'm going to look at a live over, but I'm going to wait till I get obviously six and a half or better, hopefully uh, in game. Hopefully we get those first few minutes of scoreless hockey to make the uh, live over uh, an opportunity that presents itself. Uh, here tonight in this game. There are a lot of props I like in this game. It's going to be one of those games where I think it's a high volume of shots, both sides. So I think you can look at a lot of shots on goal props, and you got to start with Carter Verhage for the Florida Panthers because he's gone over three and a half shots on goal in seven straight games for the Florida Panthers. So, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But this is definitely someone that's been firing the puck at the net quite a bit, and his over shots on goal three and a half is still only minus 140. It's a reasonable price. He's cleared three and a half shots in seven straight games for the Florida Panthers. So uh, that's definitely a, a bet for me here in this one tonight. Uh, you've also got Kachuk shooting the puck a lot, three straight games. He's gone over uh, three and a half shots for the Florida Panthers. Batherson is well. Batherson's a good shot on goal prop. Only two and a half and three straight. Uh, he's gone over uh, his shots on goal uh, prop for the Ottawa Senators. Uh, some other looks here as far as the props are concerned. Uh, assists for Barkov, eight of the last 10. Uh, seven of the last 10 with a point for Brandon Montour and an assist. Power play points, a market that I think is very exploitable considering, you know, you get better prices. You get plus money essentially with pretty much everybody as far as power play points. And Montour's got one in seven of the last 10. So that'll be a nice plus price on him to get a power play point prop tonight in this game. So a lot of good prop options and a, probably a high event game, at least from a shots on goal perspective, in my opinion. The saves prop with the two goalies tonight might be worth a look, but uh, and definitely we should see goals, but again, waiting for that live over to show up at six and a half. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Florida, Ottawa. It's a huge game for both teams. Uh, obviously, it'd be more so for Ottawa because they need all of the points and they're going to need a lot of help to try to get back in this race. I don't think that is the case with them. As far as Florida goes, uh, like I said, they kind of control their own destiny and in, in some semblance of just winning and beat the teams in front of you. And if they're going to be a team that hangs around to the very end, this is a game you have to win. You have to win it in regulation, but I don't really think that's going to be the case. This this is one of the draw plays that makes a lot of sense because both teams need points. It's not going to make my official card. I only have three plays that I like uh, as far as the draw goes, but this one was really close just off of the sheer fact that I can't imagine we see these two teams risk taking any chances uh, in the third period if this game is tied. So that might be the best spot to look for, be kind of a live 
draw or even something with uh you know no goal after uh if it's tied in the third period that next to score you can find that no goal prop at a plus price that'll probably be the way i sprinkle at this but i don't want anything to do with the side because i can't trust florida land price uh and i just really don't trust ottawa to win must win games right now especially with max sogard and that so it's a pass from a side perspective yeah Pat, i think the both teams to score in the first period i'm going to jump on that a little bit too uh, in this game this definitely feels like a game where it's plausible for sure, that both the Panthers and Senators can find the back of the net uh, here in the first 20 minutes. Uh, occupancy, what are you feeling here, Florida, Ottawa? Yeah, yeah, you know, Monday card, rotation 41-42. I was looking at Florida minus 135, it opened up at. And when I first saw that, I said, that's the bet. Risk it for one unit. Um, this team, um, up and down the line, I think you can make an argument that the Panthers are the stronger team. Um, but then you look a little more into it. And by the time I started looking into it, the price moved 20 cents. So I'm off that. Um, but, you know, I, I go on covers, you know, and they show the money line records. And you're back in Florida this year. You're 36 and 37 minus 12.7 units. Uh, Ottawa, 35 and 38 on the money line. You're minus five units. So, it, you know, both teams, if you're back in them each game, um, you're not profitable. Um, so that's why I'm probably not going to take a money line in this one. Um, I, I I do think that the the line the market moved, you know, to minus 150. And I think that's probably about right. I got a guy, I got two guys remodeling and and there they have those lines around that. Um, doesn't mean I'm going on it, um, but but that's what I was looking at. Um, and then I look into the props and like, you know, we 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 look at props all the time, like a lot of people. And you know, it's kind of the game where, you know, if you're an economy car driver, you know, you're kind of asking to go uh, up a class or two for the prices on some of these players here. Um, I, I'm more, you know, I'd like to kind of stick with my props and minus 140 is usually my cutoff point. Um, but what I found was uh, Brandon Montour assist, and Ian, you mentioned it. Um, in March, he's hit seven of 11, um, and that's a minus 110. So I think that's a, a more reasonable Good price. price. Yep. Good price. Um, so I already bet that uh, quarter unit, you know, keeping the props light on a Monday. Um, at the same time, um, I am looking to get the Kachuk brothers on my card. Um, you know, I looked back and checked out the, uh, the matchup history, uh, with Calgary as well, you know, when Matthew was over there and, and they were both getting on the board, um, again, but do I really want to be laying a what, minus 105 with Matt to score? Not, not really. That's, that's not, you know, over the, over the course of your betting career, it's not really going to do it. Brady though, on the other hand, and if you want, if you like the senators, which I, that's why I'm saying with the money line, I wasn't really convinced on either side, but if you like the senators, you know, you think he's going to be the one to do it. You know, you, you can maybe make an argument for Stutzel. I think that he's cooled down a little bit. Um, and so so ultimately, you know, I, I, I probably will end up with, with the Kachucks in some way and uh, Montour. Um, and that might be it. And then looking for the, the live over here. Um, but really good. Yeah, I mean, this this is a great, a great, great game to start the week. Yeah. And I mentioned something with the with the props, Ian, quickly with uh, Matthew Kachuk. He has scored a goal in the last four games against Ottawa. So, like I said, that brother thing at minus a dollar five, that may not be juicy enough to play individually. But if you're looking for something to put in with the same game parlay, that might be, uh, you know, you, you could parlay both the brothers to score and something else that you like uh, potentially. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, definitely. Uh, and Chuck, you're right. Kachuk goal prop. I've mentioned that actually a couple of times. He's been even not just scoring against Ottawa, but scoring in general lately. He actually had a uh, six game goal scoring streak snapped uh, against the Rangers over the weekend. But, uh, you know, if you've been betting Kachuk to score Matthew, I should say, 
This is the brothers facing off against each other. I wonder if Keith and uh, Keith will be uh, three sheets to the wind in the crowd again, uh, like we saw in the uh, playoffs last year. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on that if he's in it. You would think so. I mean, especially with both of them playing in the same building, same game. But uh, yeah, definitely the the Kachuk Bowl should be interesting here tonight with uh, Brady and Matthew uh, facing off, and it's so important the two points for both of these. Uh, teams there's no question we've talked about how barkov's been shooting the puck a lot more the overshots for barkov still remains in play at four uh, in the last game against the uh, rangers and two goals so uh, barkov probably worth a look we've talked about the listerine man all season long he's actually gone to two games in a row without a point that being said that's not going to remain indefinite as long as he stays on the top line and he's still there with uh barkov on the top line for the uh, florida panthers and duclair so uh, E2 cool mint loose terrain and still might be worth a uh, prop look tonight for the uh, Florida Panthers as well. All right, Montreal Buffalo next up. Uh, Buffalo minus 180, home favorites. This is another seven uh, on the board, although this did open six and a half, and I did bet it overnight six and a half. And there's only Bookmaker at six and a half right now. Uh, a couple other books uh, also have still have six and a half, but it's not that many. It's six and a half minus 145 at uh, bookmaker slash Chris minus 150 at Proline Plus and Ontario Book minus 152 at FanDuel. Uh, so the six and a halfs are heavily juiced. So my my advice now would be probably wait for a a, a six and a half and a better price with that uh, if you're going to bet the over now in this game. And you know I'm always targeting overs with Montreal uh, right now. It goes without saying. Uh, the best bet was as easy as it gets Saturday night with the Blue Jackets and the Canadians going over six and a half. Uh, they are a team that can still score goals, Montreal, but we know they, they will struggle to give them up uh, as well. Uh, and we will see if uh, they, they give up a goal or two here to Buffalo in this game. Now, I know Buffalo played a very tight checking, which is a rarity for them. A lower scoring affair Saturday against the uh, New York Islanders. And let's give uh, Eric Comrie a lot of credit. Shutout victory. Uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres in that win over the uh, New York Islanders. But are we going to get that same performance from him again? Or are we going to get that same team defensive performance again from the Buffalo Sabres, which is not something we have seen strung together, you know, in two, three, four games in a row where we see Buffalo clamp down, you know, at the defensive end. So uh, I got to see them play well again in their own zone. A big absence for Buffalo tonight is Tage Thompson, day-to-day -day injury. Uh, for him, so he will not play tonight for the uh, Buffalo Sabres, and obviously anytime he's out, he's missed. Uh, so there's going to be some shakeups from uh, Don Granado with the uh, lineup, because obviously you take out someone on your top line, and it looks like as of right now, Casey Middlestat appears to be moving all the way up to the center spot, centering that number one line for the Sabres tonight between Tuck and Skinner for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. So uh, I definitely think Casey Middlestat props definitely are you know considerations for sure. You know, to get an assist is plus 180. To get a goal plus 400, just to get a point is plus 105. I mean, he's playing with Tuck and Skinner, top line, uh, going to move up to that uh, to, to that uh, top line uh, group. So I think that definitely makes the props very uh, value-laden now for Casey Middlestat here tonight for the Sabres in this game. Goes without saying, you know the line that's really starting to click? J.J. Paterka, Turka, Turka with Dylan Cousins and uh, Jack Quinn. Uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. I mean, you look at uh, that trio, really starting to develop some nice chemistry. I've said all along, I think Dylan Cousins is going to be future captain material for this team. He has two goals and four points in the last three games. Jack Quinn enters this game with three points in the last three games as well. So you put Cousins in props, Quinn props tonight uh, on your card. I would say yes to that in both elements. 
And then in a game where I think we'll see some goals, there's definitely some Montreal props that stand out uh, because, look, we just saw them put up an eight spot on Columbus the other night. Uh, Nick Suzuki's on a four-game point streak, and assist streak. Kirby Doc somehow didn't get on the scoreboard uh, with eight goals against Columbus the other night, but I'd still say he's a threat right now for uh, Montreal. No question about that. And how about Mike Matheson? All right, we've talked about Mike Matheson before uh, here for Montreal. Defenseman who has suddenly, A, started shooting the puck a whole lot more uh, in recent weeks, and his shots on goal are probably worth a look. And B, his point production has been magnificent for the uh, Canadians lately, and he's still only minus 135 to get a point tonight for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. So the Mike Matheson point prop, uh, worth a look to. Uh, he did find the back of the net uh, as well for the uh, Canadians uh, on the weekend against uh, Columbus. So, And he's playing number one power play unit too uh, for the uh, Habs at the moment. So uh, keep that in mind. But no, there's no question about it. He has been rolling as far as the point props are concerned. Just in the last three games, he has five points and he has gotten at least one point now for the Canadians in six of the last seven games. So uh, Mike Matheson point prop sure sounds like a good look tonight. Uh, for Montreal as well in this game. So uh, I'm off the side. I mean, Buffalo is had a weekend that gives them at least a little bit more hope that they can make a late season surge and sneak in, but they've got to win out. They got to d- come damn close to winning out. And, and there's not a lot of margin for error, but at least the two victories they had against the Devils and the Islanders over the weekend, give them a puncher's chance to say, Hey, this is still another game that matters at least for us tonight. So Buffalo can win, should win, but I'm not laying a buck 80, and I don't love the regulation price enough. And Buffalo's been flighty enough where I could actually see the, even Montreal coming in here and winning this hockey game. So uh, it could go in a bunch of different ways. I'm just going to look for a live over at 6.5. Actually, I bet it overnight 6.5, but if you haven't bet it yet, uh, look for a live over, and I'm going to look at those props I mentioned. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Canadians, Sabres. I think this is going to be a back and forth game from start to finish. So the only thing I'm looking at here is that over in the first period, oh, uh, even money at over two. Uh, as everyone mentioned in the chat, Montreal 10 in a row, 14 and three the last 17, uh, going over in the first period. Like I said, even but Buffalo missing Tate Thompson, they still have enough offensively uh, to move things around and get things generated. And they need this game desperately. So I, I think we see a frantic pace. There's uh, a reason why this is a seven. Uh, I would shy away from actually looking at over seven, honestly, if, if you can grab or get a – you won't be able to get a plus price, I think, with a six and a half. So if you like the over, you need to grab it now at seven at, at plus money or lay that dollar forty with a six and a half if you feel comfortable with it. But uh, I think this we see goals right off the bat. I would also look at both teams to score in the first period as well. Yeah, I, I think this is another both teams to score first period because – and keep in mind, if you're going to bet this, bet it at BetMGM. And I'm not – it's not because I'm trying to promote BetMGM, but it's great for this bet, the yeah. first period both teams to score. Because at Bet365, the Florida-Ottawa both teams to score first period is only plus 110. And it's only plus 120 for the Montreal-Buffalo game. It's plus 130 for both games, first period, both teams to score at BetMGM for Florida, Ottawa, and for this game. So uh, that's where I'd be looking at it. And again, not a bad price. And I think very plausible here as well. We see a 1-1 score uh, sometime in the first period here. What do you think occupancy with this one, Habs and Sabres? Yeah, you know, looking at full season stats, but a lot of people talk about trends. And I see, uh, you know, Mike M in the chat, um, shouting out a trend, real deal. Cuban Wayne Gretzky, Pobody's Nerfic, you know, all these guys looking at this stuff. Um, but one thing, you know, is uh, Montreal hasn't won uh, more than two games in a row since late February. 
And you could say the same thing about Buffalo. They haven't won three or more since late February. So you're kind of, you know, Buffalo doesn't get these long runs or they haven't in the last two months, but, but Montreal after a win typically loses. Um, you know, when I, when I saw this line open up um, minus one ninety five, um, and to me, I'm seeing a minus one seventy five at bet us um, to me, it's, it's almost a situation where I'm ready to lay it um, for a unit. Um, at the same time, Montreal on the money line over the course uh, of the year, you're still up plus seven and a half units and you're about up six units with Buffalo. So kind of both teams, you know, if you just back them every day on the money line, you're, you're profitable um, form, you know, last five games, you know, Montreal two and three, Buffalo two and three. But I think those those wins are really different. Um, you know, Buffalo went in to a tough building on a weekend and gritted out a two nothing win, you know, with a former Islander getting the game winning goal. Kyle Poso from Labushkin late in the game. Um, and then that Friday night game I was watching as well. And, and Buffalo came out really strong against New Jersey. So, you know, it's a situation where, yeah, bankroll management is obviously really important. Um, but let's just say, like, I, this is a situation where I, I don't see Montreal winning. Um, I, I think Buffalo gets gets this game. Um, let You know, laying the juice is always is always a question. And, and um but I, but that's the way I'm leaning for props. You know, this is a, uh, again, this either is a is an error or what. But they were laying a minus one forty for Jeff Skinner over two and a half at Bet US, and and I know everyone can't bet that stuff, and sometimes that's just an error. But I bet it right away when I saw it. Well, after I checked and everything, whatever. But um, you know, I've seen minus two eighty for that line at, at two and a half. So anyway, that's on my card. Um, I was also looking at Darlene for an assist. Um, but that's minus 140. That's a little juicy. Um, but he has been the guy um, on that on the team there uh, for assists at least. Um, just checking out uh, any other props really that stand out. Um, not not a whole lot here. Um, but the over trend too um, on the six and a half. Buffalo's gone over uh, four of the last five, and um, Montreal's gone over three of the last five. So. Um, Maybe, maybe if we get a slow start, you know, get the, get the five and a half or the six and a half, but um, I'm, I'm liking Buffalo tonight, uh, straight up. Liking Buffalo. Well, I'll tell you what, this is a game they got to get, you know, if you're serious about making the playoffs with all due respect to Montreal, you know, you got to win this game. And I don't want to hear that Tage Thompson's out. I don't want to hear da, 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 da. Got to get two points tonight. Uh, if you're a uh, Buffalo and we'll see if they can uh, do that here tonight. Again, Eric Comrie will be in net. He's obviously that makes sense after he, he should be rewarded for getting the shutout uh, against the Islanders, get another start. He will Jake Allen in net for Montreal. And I think that's better for Buffalo that Jake Allen's in that Jake Allen's been really struggling for the uh, Montreal Canadians lately. Montembeau too, but at least Montembeau's thrown a couple of decent efforts in there from time to time. That's not the case with Allen right now. He's really been floundering for uh, Montreal. So, uh, that probably does bodes well for Buffalo and their chances here tonight in this game. In this game, all right. Next up, uh, New Jersey Devils, New York Islanders. We've got the Devils minus one thirty road favorites, uh, six the total uh, in this game. Uh, very important game for the Islanders. They all are now, and the Islanders certainly aren't going to be thrilled with their uh, two nothing setback against Buffalo uh, on Saturday. You know they didn't play that bad, but it wasn't their best game either. They got outshot thirty four to twenty six. They just didn't seem to whole, have a whole lot of energy uh, in that game, to be quite honest with you. It was a pretty flat effort 
from the New York Islanders for a team that still hasn't guaranteed anything, doesn't have anything guaranteed for them. You know, I know they're in a decent spot right now with where they are in the standings, but, you know, they still have work to do before they actually do punch their uh, playoff ticket. They're, they're definitely not home and cool yet. That's for damn sure. I mean, you look at the uh, standings right now, they got 83 points, Pittsburgh at 82. Uh, they're four points up on uh, Florida, uh, seven points up on Buffalo and Washington. Uh, so it's still very important for the Islanders to win these games. New Jersey, I think they're slipping out of it as far as catching Carolina. They're now trailing the Hurricanes by three points, and the Hurricanes still have uh, one game in hand on the Devils uh, in that race for uh, top spot in the Metropolitan Division. Now, they also still want to fend off the Rangers you know, for home ice uh, in the first round. I mean, they're four points ahead of the Rangers right now, and it's, it's looking once again like those two teams are going to play each other. Uh, in the first round, Devils and Rangers, with the, at, at the moment, Devils having home ice advantage uh, for that uh, first round series. So, yeah, Devils, with the, they clinched a, a playoff spot. Uh, Panger life is right in the in the last game. Um, it, it does feel like the Islanders do need the two points a little bit more than New Jersey. I think they do bring a better effort. In fact, I probably like uh, what I'm seeing out of Sorokin lately. He's actually played pretty well. Didn't have a great game against Columbus uh, Friday night. It was probably one of his... Uh, games where you could say he could have been a little bit better. But, you know, I do like the spot here for the Islanders. Shutout loss at home, playing a, you know, a, a tri-state tri rival, I guess you could say, uh, in the New Jersey Devils. So uh, I'm going to do the old underdog uh, special here, late season. Uh, Islanders plus 110 split with the draw uh, in this game because I do think it's going to be competitive. This is not the favorite draw. This is not the answer to the question yet. Uh, if you're wondering, but this is one of the draws that was yeah, good enough to bet, in my opinion. So I'm going to go with a split here. New York Islanders plus 110 and also the uh, draw uh, at uh, a pretty good price here with that plus 330 uh, for the draw at Pinnacle. So uh, Islanders draw split for yours truly. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Devils Islanders. Yeah, I'm on this draw for sure. Plus uh, plus 330. I got that this morning. And obviously, like I said, you know, New Jersey still have a puncher's chance of trying to grab the Metro title. But more than likely, kind of going to fall short of that. Islanders needing all the points they can get uh, to stay afloat in that wild card race. They want to stay not only in the race, but also at the number one spot. Uh, so this would be a good game. And it's interesting. The Islanders, four of the last six have gone over the total. And, you know, we've been seeing some sneaky, you know, overs with this team, even though Sorokin's been playing well. But, you know, they give up the odd soft goal. And the same thing can be said with New Jersey, too, with, you know, uh, Vanacek, you know, he's played well for the most of the season, but he's given up a soft goal here or there, even in some, some good starts. Uh, I, I like the over here, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and grab first period and full game overs uh, in game. I'm looking for plus money with five and a half and one and a half uh, in game. But just for pregame purposes right now, I am on that draw at plus 330. All right, draw plus 330 and looking for a live first period and full game over for Alex uh, during the game at a better uh, price right now. Uh, and it is six and a half the total in this game in some books, but most books have six uh, as far as the uh, total here for the Devils and Islanders. At six, six and a half, I'm on the fence. But at five and a half, I'm, I'm definitely interested because uh, you have seen more goals from both sides lately, including the Islanders. And the Islanders for the full season, um, I'm just going to bring up their full seat. Well, they're still an under 39 and 32 to the under, but that's not quite the huge despair discrepancy we saw uh, last year from them as far as totals go they are they're still playing more overs than they did last year so in the lane lambert era this year we've still seen you know the islanders have a little bit more you know offensive minded uh capabilities in them 
uh, this season. So uh, that's definitely something to point out. And certainly lately we've seen them, you know, trending toward uh, the over just a little bit more. Uh, occupancy, what do you think here, Devils Islanders? Yeah, really important game here. Uh, I like what Alex said about the uh, the, the live over. Um, I think both teams, um, three of their last five have gone over six and a half. So if we can get the five and a half, um, I think that's going to help me out. I'm, I'm splitting up this particular game. Um, you know, Islanders uh, are second in the league to the under one and a half in the first. Um, shout out to PSU Auto, you know, for putting out those charts. And he's got 42% on the year um, Islanders to the under in the, in the first, and that's about even money right now. Um, so, I mean, what we saw in Buffalo, um, you know, no goals in the first and, you know, I'm capping this game a lot. Like I'm, I capped the Toronto game. I was on the Islanders and the under in that game. Um, and I split it. Uh, you know, I lost on the under cause Islanders just blew up and Simpsonov was, you know, trying to get to his personal matters and uh, rushing the game maybe, but uh you know, this New Jersey team, you know, you're you're still one of the most profitable teams. you got to give respect to them. You're up nine units if you just bet them blindly every game. Um, Islanders, you're down three units. So, um, you know, still this Devils team is is good. But, um, you know, with what, what I saw on Friday night, too, with Buffalo coming out strong, they had to switch up the goalies. Um, you know, you kind of throw a couple wrenches into, into their plans and, um, I just think the Islanders need this more uh, series history too. the Islanders won the last matchup six, four um, devils took the one before that four one Islanders won before that five, two and devils, you know, they kind of, you know, trade them a little bit here. Um, I think Sorokin's in, in pretty good form. You know, Ian said uh, Friday night didn't look great. He led in five, but up before that two, one, three, four, there's goals allowed. So he's, he's still pretty tight and uh, you know, I think uh, I'm looking at the Islanders uh, full game. And then the under one and a half with looking to get the over five and a half, um, you know, first period in the full game. Uh, props, you know, uh, I saw today it's uh, Parisi still on the first line. Uh, he didn't score last game. Um, but what I might do is, you know, Paul Mary uh, is playing against his old team here. Um, and both them to score, they're, they're both set at plus 240. So if you bet both, and one cashes, you've made money. Um, so that's maybe the way I'd play it. The, the other one I'm looking at, and, and I don't know, but Brock Nelson to get a point is minus 120, minus 125. Um, he typically is the guy to go to for that. Um, when things get rough, he's usually the one to be burying them. Uh, in that Toronto game, uh, let's see, he got on the board. Um, in those last three games, though, he hasn't gotten a point. Uh, he actually did not get on the board for Toronto. It was uh, Columbus and, and Buffalo. Um, Brock Nelson was on this like 13, 14 game point streak earlier yeah. this season. It was like about a month ago. And he's been a little more, he's been more hit or miss lately. A lot of zeros are showing up on his uh, stat sheet the last uh, eight or eight games or so. Like he's basically been two, zero, 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 two, zero. Like that's been the trend for him lately. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And, and, you know, again, if you think there are going to be goals scored in this game, um, yeah, I think he makes it somehow. But I think those—that's the way I'm looking. Um, and uh, no, no knock, no knock on this this Jersey team. I mean, they've they've really—I don't think anyone thought they were going to finish where they're finishing. I mean, you know, we we thought they were going to be good and maybe six, seven, eight seed. 
I don't know about a, you know, a two seed in, in the division there. So, um, you know, shout out to them, but I think, uh, I think the Islanders find a way, um, you know, the pressure's on lanes in the media, you know, they're, you know, this is kind of, they, they have to fall down a little bit before they get back up. And I think, uh, I think we're going to see an Islanders win and then hopefully a slow start. Yeah, I mean, uh, and there's there, this, that is a prop where I do have some props that I like. I like Heashier over shots trending that way. Hughes over shots trending that way as well. Consecutive game shots on goal streaks for both uh, players. Uh, Horvat actually has gone over his shots on goal in five straight games for the uh, New York Islanders. Now, he's not really doing a whole lot offensively, but he's shooting the puck a lot. Uh, there's no question. So uh, over two and a half shots for Horvat, uh, five straight. It's hard to uh, ignore that. He shears on a six-game point streak right now, by the way, for the uh, New Jersey Devils. So if you want believe in riding the streaks, now it's minus 175, so it's pricey, but still six straight games with a point for Nico Heashier coming into tonight. Jesper Bratt is very reasonable, in my opinion, to get a, a point tonight. Actually, Heashier is on a four-game assist streak. I believe the price with that is a little bit better. Uh, yeah, plus 125, but he's here to get an assist. So that's pretty good value Yeah, for a four-game assist streak on he's here. And Jesper Bratt's been on fire lately, and he's only minus 135 to get a point. He's on a four-game point streak for the Devils coming into this game. So Jesper Bratt's been very good. And then there's a bunch for the Islanders that makes sense to me. Noah Dobson, for the last five games, he's had a point, and it's plus money for him to get a point. Noah Dobson tonight. How about Hudson Fashing up to the top line, Minnesota kid? And he's actually made a nice little impact for the Islanders. So goal props and point props for Hudson Fashing playing on the top line tonight. That makes a little sense to me. Uh, I think that's a good value-laden bet as well. And then a couple more. I, the, you mentioned the former uh, team angle for not only Kyle Palmieri, but also Zach Parise uh, here for the uh, New York as original team, the New Jersey Devils. And he's actually scored in four of the last five games. What the hell's happening here? He's drinking from the fountain of youth all of a sudden, uh, Zach Parise. So I wouldn't even uh, not uh, I would not talk anyone out of uh, you know sprinkling a couple of bucks on Zach Parise to score a goal tonight. Why not? Four of the last five, he's facing the Devils, one of his former teams. He's clearly got a little rhythm and flow to his game going right now, and I find that he's being more aggressive too. Like he's actually going to the net more often. You know, he's not just hanging back and looking to shoot. He's looking to make it happen. And I think that's been a difference for Zach here uh, in the last uh, few games. So a good prop game overall. Yeah, I just want to mention, too, a couple more first period trends that I mentioned them in the chat. But uh, four of the last five meetings have gone over in the first period and five and three to the first period over the last eight row games for the New Jersey Devils. Oh, so definitely some over trend trends there that are worth mentioning. And you're right, not the uh, same old Islanders. They've had some punch in them. Uh, this year, especially of late. All right, we got three more games left on this uh, Monday card. That's the first three games. Three more games still to go. Hit the like button. We appreciate it. Uh, all of you watching on YouTube, and we shout out to our podcast listeners as well. Back with the remaining three games, the second half of the Monday NHL card, right after we hear from Gramco. Support for the Ice Gas is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, court, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable, legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. 
You can get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you will get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, we are back, and we got three games left. And before we, of course, get to those, we want to mention it's a t- we've still got a couple weeks, uh, but it's very important to mention that the Ice Guys a playoff box giveaway presented by Gramp. Go get in on it. Uh, a couple of weeks, fill out the form. Yeah. The URL is in the YouTube video description below this show, so make sure you ch- click that link, fill it out. You'll be in the contest, and of course, the two winners will be in, the multiple winners will be announced Saturday, April the eighth, final Saturday of the regular season. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got six winners in total. Five people will win a $10 gift card that you can use at thegramco.com. One lucky fan will win uh, the playoff box, which is uh, 30 uh, green apple flavored, 25 milligram Delta 8 gummies, two pre-rolled Delta 8 uh, pre-rolls with with the CBG Keith and a two gram disposable of my favorite flavor of mimosa. The $60 value, one person will win that grand prize. We will announce the winner on the April 8th episode. You have until midnight. April 7th, to fill out the form. We've had a ton of people already uh, filling in. Unfortunately, this is a contest for United States residents only. There were some people who signed in from Canada. We do appreciate you, uh, of course, but we cannot ship this out uh, outside of the United States and, and certain states. So all the contest rules will be there uh, listed as well. Like I said, go to our Twitter page at the underscore ice guys. You can find the form pinned to that page as well as inside of the description of anything you read uh, on Patreon or all the videos on the description for YouTube. All right, so get involved with that Ice Guys Playoff Box contest presented uh, by Gramco. All right, we've got three more games left. Uh, Seattle Kraken, Minnesota Wild, Minnesota minus 120. uh, Slight home favorites here, six the uh, total in this game. If this was the game, you guessed, as the obvious draw today, ding, 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 you're a winner. Uh, This is the one. Uh, This was clear as day to me. Uh, and this is the answer to that riddle that I posted uh, on Twitter last night. The obvious draw game of the Monday card, it's this one. And I believe more people answered Kraken Wild than any other game uh, on this board. And uh, so congratulations to you if you guessed this game. Uh, it's clear as day draw, in my opinion. You've got a Seattle team that is playing tight, playing close games lately. Uh, they come into this game off a seven, uh, I should say, uh, with the exception being the last game, seven to two against Nashville, which got away from Nashville in the third period. But prior to that, the Seattle Kraken had gone to overtime or a shootout in four of their last six games. So keep that in mind. Four of the last six Seattle games had gone past regulation before that seven two blowout win over Nashville on Saturday. And do I really have to go into great detail the way Minnesota's been playing their games lately? Uh, we've seen, and even the games that have not gone to overtime, they were this close to getting there. Look at the Chicago game. That was 1-1 with about a minute to go when Minnesota took the lead. So, again, draw betters got robbed a little bit in that game. Before that, 5-4 in a shootout against Philadelphia. 2-1 in overtime against New Jersey. 5-3 against Washington. That was a one-goal game before an empty netter put it away. Uh, they went to overtime with Arizona back on March 12th. A shootout with Calgary on March the 7th. And this month alone, they have gone to overtime 
uh, four times in their last 10 games and two of the last three. Uh, so, yeah, it goes without saying uh, both of these teams looking for points. Seattle's just trying to solidify their wild card position. They're in the Pacific Division. Minnesota's in the Central Division. They're in two separate races. Nobody's going to care if the other team gets a point. Uh, it should be a pretty competitive, tight game. It's the way I see it. As far as goaltending goes, it's already been confirmed. Two veterans going head-to-head, Philip Grubauer for Seattle, and it'll be Marc-Andre Fleury uh, in net tonight for the uh, Minnesota Wild. I expect a, like I just say, a close game, competitive game, a one-goal game, and a very, very high likelihood, in my opinion, we get beyond 60 minutes here tonight in Minnesota. So Kraken Wild, I don't really feel the side either way. Like Seattle is the lean for me, uh, the Seattle draw split, but as of right now, this is one of those rare instances where I might just be on the draw because the underdog price on Seattle is just not good enough. You know, at plus 100, only even money. So what I might do is Seattle and regulation in the draw, you know, to sweeten the pot a little bit. I mean, if I want to do the, the, the underdog draw split, I usually want plus 150 or better uh, on the underdog. And with Seattle and regulation, at least, I can get plus 166, plus 165 you know, on, at pinnacle for Seattle and regulation. So I might sprinkle a little on that, but the, the primary bet's the draw. And this is actually a bigger draw bet than the rest of them for me tonight is this game here, Kraken and Wild. The draw, you can get it at pinnacle uh, at a great price, plus 328. So pretty good. Still pretty good price. Uh, not as good as some, but considering the high probability I think we see overtime tonight, uh, plus 328, still a good price here for the draw with the Seattle Kraken and, and the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Alex, Seattle, Minnesota. Yeah, I grabbed the plus 225 this morning with the draw. Uh, like I said, it, it was, you know, this is obvious. Uh, this is one of actually two really obvious uh, draw plays for me, honestly. The other one's coming up a little bit later. But uh, like I said, Seattle and Minnesota need points. They aren't in each other's way. And I think we're going to see goals back and forth. I know with Minnesota, we've been seeing this overtrend, but that's with the five and a half. So now we're back up to a six. But Seattle, we saw the explosion of goals against Nashville the other day. I think they get that offense rolling and back in a, in a big way here. I think we see goals back and forth. So I have the draw, plus 325. I went over six at even money. And I would take a maybe sprinkle a little bit on that, uh, you know, uh, the score at 3-3. So do exact score 3-3 in regulation. Uh, should be around plus 950. I'll play a little bit of that as well. That could get there. Seattle's actually started to open things up a little bit again offensively. Uh, in their last few games, we've seen them score four against Edmonton, five against Dallas, seven in the outburst against Nashville, Minnesota, you know, after a huge under streak, all of a sudden their, their last nine games, seven and two to the over for Minnesota in their last nine games. And Seattle's that kind of team that will draw the offense out of Minnesota. You know, they yeah. won't, they won't play into that, that slower style. They'll, they'll kind of, you know, battle the pace. And I think they'll, they'll kind of get some more, uh, more offensive pushback. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely uh, wouldn't object to the overlook here. Uh, what do you think here, occupancy, Seattle, Minnesota? Yeah, you know, stepping away a little bit from, uh, you know, looking at the numbers. I mean, I think the days are over, at least for now, of, you know, Minnesota in the spring battling for a, a wild card spot. You know, TNT games with Vegas, Talbot, you know, kind of the, the whole like Minnesota and in, in spring kind of narrative that they were going hard and you back them, you know, when they need it most, I think is is over. And I don't think we're going to see that this year. Um, their leading goal scorers done. Um, they're they're pretty safe. I mean, look, they they've they've done their work. I don't think they're in a in a spot to lose the the wild card spot. Um, Seattle, on the other hand, has teams breathing down their neck. 
Um, I saw this line open up at a plus 120. Um, so it's looking like we're getting a 20 cent move towards the Kraken. Um, I, I like Seattle here. Um, and I'm looking to lay a unit on the money line here with them. Um, I can't talk anyone off the draw here. I mean, I think th this game could be absolutely close. But in terms of a side, um, you can get a minus 135 for over two and a half as well um, for Seattle. Um, they've hit that in three of their last four, um, three of their last five. Um, the thing with this game um, <clears throat> is flurry to me. Um, and we and you guys were talking on the show as well, you know, love listening in and and there's going to be a, a, a competition here for for the starting goalie and and flurry in his last uh, five games, uh, four, three, five, two and two. Um, so his last three, he's let up at least three or more, um, you know, and look, he's solid enough, you know, when the when the team's going and, and I think he could be in a back and forth game. I think he's still solid enough for that team to get wins. Um, Grubauer, though, his last three. Uh, two, three, one, uh, four or five before that. And I think one of them might've been in, in relief, but still, I mean, Grubauer um, over the course of, of an NHL season, look, he, he, he's got a chip on his shoulder in a weird way. You know, that guy, he was supposed to be the guy in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and he, and when they did and they let him go and he kind of had to, had to find his spot and he was battling injuries um, as well. And then now he's, he's getting these big starts and, and, you know, it's not a knock on, on Minnesota here. I keep saying that Boldy, um, two of the last three games, he's had a goal. You could look that way. If you like his props five, seven, two for shots for Boldy in his last three, um, Zuccarello has been picking it up, um, in his last three games, uh, four, three, and then zero shots on Saturday, but still a uh, guy, you know, looking for a lower number shooting is just not producing. Yeah. He misses yeah, so, every shot. Let's be honest. He really does. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. No, not that, not that anyone wouldn't, but you know, he does no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think, I think I'm again, great. Game. I mean, look, you're a hockey fan. You're a hockey better. Um, you know, it's a great game to start your week. I mean, this is, this should be really good action, um, here with these two teams. Um, on the other side, I've already bet, and, and I may add to this, but um, I bet Vince Dunn um, anytime point, and that was uh, minus 125. Um, but you and, and yeah, everyone watching the show already knows this, so it's probably pretty repetitive. Um, but 11 for 12, 11 out of 12 in the month of March, this guy was getting points left and right. Um, Vince Dunn, and I, I'll never say no to that. Nope, yeah, no. I mean, and we all, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but hockey history he i mean he was on that cup team with st louis i believe um which yep. is kind of an under the radar thing yep. i think you know and he you know so he's been there he's not like a a new guy to back um he's he's been there um i lost with eberly on friday i had a, a shot prop with him I'm, I'm gonna lay off him um mccann you can never go wrong with he's the team uh leader i believe there um and that, that's that's probably what what I'm going to stick with. Um, you know, if I, if I really want to play the other side, I'll take Boldy. Um, but look, they're 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 irking out wins. I mean, they they could that that game with the Devils could have absolutely gone either way. They lost the Flyers in overtime. Um, they lost the Bruins and they beat the Caps. So I mean, you know, Kraken on the other hand, they they got one back against Dallas when they lost the two before that in the uh, that two game series with Dallas. Um, and then they got one back in the last week. Um, 
and then split with Nashville. So I think the Kraken team's in good form. I think the plus 100 is a good, a good, it's a good gambler's bet as well. Like we talk about handicapping and, and betting all the time and kind of the differences between looking for value and numbers. And I mean, but this is a good bet. I mean, this is just a good bet. So uh, that's what I'll be on. Um, but yeah, let's, let's see an overtime win, you know, for us and make me sweat out a little more and um, I'll split it with the, and I'll tweet out everything, uh, my occupancy on Twitter. Um, and I'll tweet out my cards and everything um, and, and kind of a recap of what we got here, but yeah, let's cash. There you go. Like in Seattle here is uh, occupancy. And you know, as someone in our chat saying, that's not crazy. That's actually not crazy to do that with Ryan Reeves. I mean, what he's like, he's actually been scoring. Believe it or not, yeah. at a plus nine fifty. I mean, put a couple pizza bucks on it. That's not the worst thing in the world to do that. And here's one: I'll throw one out you at you too in terms of real bargain bin as far as the player props go. You mentioned Ryan Reeves right now for Minnesota, and like I said, plus nine fifty at some books to uh, for him to score. How about Daniel? That sprong, some sprong, sprong, sprong. Daniel Sprong right now for the uh, Seattle Kraken. Three straight games with a goal for him. You know, a guy that's only a depth forward, but all of a sudden he's uh, on a consecutive game goal streak plus 400 for him to find the uh, back of the net for the uh, Kraken tonight. So uh, Daniel Sprong is a, a value laden option, too, on his little three game goal scoring streak. But yeah, Ryan Reeves, all of a sudden, uh, I didn't know he was turning into uh, uh, Brett Hull or Wayne Gretzky all of a sudden <laughs> with the goal scoring. But Ryan Reeves has had that finish in his game here the last uh, three or four games. Well, and, and and Dean Evanson made a great move to park him right in front of the net at times and, and let yep. him create that case. A lot like the the old Dustin Bufflin role back in the, the early 2010s, of course, you know, creating that screen, getting the, cleaning up the garbage in front and, uh, and in the crease. And that's a, a smart role to, to utilize him in, honestly, because he, he has such a strong, sturdy base. You're not going to just knock him off. He's going to, uh, you know, screen properly. And, and you know, I, I agree with Seattle being the side to look at if you were taking a side in this game. But the thing with Minnesota and that central division is make no mistake, nothing is settled in the central. I mean, you got Minnesota at the top at 93, Dallas and Colorado tied at 92. Winnipeg's still right creeping there with 88 points, and they have five more regulation wins in the Minnesota Wild. So it, they still have something to play for. It's not Everything's not just locked down just yet. So I do agree, Seattle's got more to be worried about coming up behind them, but, but nothing is set in stone right now for the Wild either. Yeah, exactly. Nothing is uh, set in stone at all. So interesting. Uh, they got to keep you know, keep winning both teams. Seattle. I mean, I know Seattle's in the first wild card right now, but you can't just rest on it. You got work to do. You still got to try to fend off Winnipeg, Calgary, and Nashville uh, right behind you. So definitely still work to do. A uh, good prop game. I, you, you mentioned Dunn point. Yes, McCann point for me, I think, is cheap here as well. And McCann over shots on goal. I can't believe over two and a half minus 125 at a lot of books for uh, Jared McCann over shots. He's been flying over that. He's had a lot of four or five shots on goal games lately uh, for Seattle. So that's a very cheap price as far as his shots on goal prop tonight uh, in this game. But yeah, not a bad prop game at all because, uh, like I said, Sprong all of a sudden's on a goal streak. The Dunn point prop, McCann over shots on goal, uh, McCann to get a point. Uh, yeah, definitely some good prop options here. And like I say, Reeves and uh, Sprong for, you know, long shot flyer goal score props. Why not for the last seven games with a goal for Ryan Reeves? Crazy. But that's what it's been here uh, of late for him with uh, Minnesota. All right, Colorado Anaheim. We've got the uh, Avalanche minus 280 uh, road favorites, uh, six and a half being the uh, total uh, in this game. Um, Colorado definitely saw yesterday uh, – Fell asleep a little with that 2 nothing lead, especially coming out in the third period. Arizona took it to them. Colorado probably thought, hey, we're up 2 nothing against Arizona. Game's over already. They won't come back. Nope. 
wrong. Arizona with that great pushback uh, in the third to get that game to overtime. So, uh, but Colorado survived. They won in a shootout 4-3. Now they're on a back-to-back. Anaheim does have a rest advantage. That might be the only advantage they have. Uh, they've lost four in a row, just two and eight in their last 10 games. Uh, it's been obviously rough, tough sledding here for uh, the Anaheim Ducks. They actually did beat Colorado, believe it or not, the last time these teams met in Denver, January 26th. That was 5-3 for Anaheim. Uh, so and they were plus 340 uh, underdogs uh, in that game. You know, maybe for a, a very la- – I'm not as confident in it, obviously not close as the Colorado-Arizona game, but maybe just for, you know – a couple bucks on the uh, very small bet on the draw potentially, but I don't feel as good about it as some of the others on this uh, board. Uh, and if you're uh, Colorado, you know, look at uh, the spot for them. Yesterday they played John Gibson in net for Anaheim. I think this could be Jonas Johansson night for the uh, Colorado Avalanche tonight. In it is. For them. It is. It's confirmed. Yeah, so, it's yeah. not, mm-hmm. Yep, it is. Yep. Confirmed Jonas Johansson. And, uh, you know, his numbers aren't terrible. Uh, one he's got actually won his only start 2.88 goals against 907 save percentage but that is such a small sample size the larger sample size paints a very different picture of Jonas Johansson and that's someone with a I believe a career 3.3 goals against average and 891 save percentage in the uh, NHL you know which is not great uh, at all so uh, you look at those uh, numbers overall and last year full season uh, between Colorado and Florida 4.81 4.81 goals against 852 save percentage. Again, he's been in two games this year for Colorado and only one as a starter. So that sample size of one game and 2.89 goals against 907 save percentage, you obviously have to take that with a grain of salt. I mean, we're talking about one game as a starter this year. It was last year when his goals against was way above four. So uh, for that reason, I lean over here, six and a half. Uh, and certainly now with Johansson confirmed, I'm not only going to lean that way, I'm going to bet it as well over six and a half here minus a 125 in this game what do you think here alex avalanche ducks yeah i'm, I'm going on the over with this too laying a, a dollar i got you laid a dollar 20 earlier this morning but now it's moved to a dollar 25 but johansson and then and you know the avalanche we've seen them play these games they did it just yesterday team that you should be beating uh be it home or road division opponent you know one of the worst teams in the league and they have a lead blow the lead uh, you know, and, and just you know, end up going to OT, they and then get the power play goal from Nachushkin, big Val three two, <laughs> and they give the goal right back a minute yeah. or two later. Yep. And that's the thing, and they just they they hang around and play down to to some of these bad teams, uh, especially in conference. And, and you know, Anaheim and Arizona, those are two teams you're supposed to put away, but they just make it hard on themselves for whatever reason. Uh, and this is a Ducks team that I think you know, I mean, it's playing out the string. Well, you know, they can see the light at the end of the tunnel and get ready for the end of the year. I think they're going to just probably play a lot of uh, pond hockey, pun intended, uh, being the Ducks. We're going to see some some goals back and forth here. So I uh, go over six and a half. Pond hockey at the pond, how apropos. Uh, and probably we'll see that. It certainly was the other night when Anaheim played St. Louis on Saturday night. My goodness, there was no defense uh, being played in that game. Uh, what do you think here, occupancy, Colorado, Anaheim? Yeah, uh, pretty good Colorado game yesterday. Uh, Nachushkin and going seventh in the, in the shootout and, and, and getting it done. Uh, you know, I think also just as a hockey talk, you know, some of these shootouts, like we're seeing a couple guys, you know, maybe get, get a shot in uh, who aren't in, you know, the top three, top five, um, getting, getting those uh, top spots in the shootout here that they wouldn't go to. I saw that new, you know, New Jersey was going to a couple different people and, and stuff like that. But, um, you know, look, yeah, I talk about, you know, 
betting and, and capping. And, and this is a game where, where I'm looking more at the handicap because, you know, when I, when I tried to fade Colorado yesterday, I was on the Yotes uh, team total plus one and a half, but I was getting plus money for all that. So I was, uh, I had a plus uh, one and a half at plus one Oh five yesterday for the Yotes and the team total over two and a half was also a plus money. Now, if you want the, that same kind of way, you're getting minus minus one thirty for the team total for the ducks and plus one and a half minus minus one ten. So I, I'm just, I'm not really comfortable. I think the Yotes yesterday had the home um, trends in their favor here, you know, jumping to try to fade the champs here. Um, Johansson, I, you know, I, I think he'll let in goals. I don't think he's perfect. Um, but I was looking at the schedule and they're stopping the Western road trip here. And then they're flying back East to play Minnesota on Wednesday. Um, so they don't have to go through the gauntlet and go to LA after this or, and, you know, go up to San Jose or, you know, they're, they're stopping here and going back. Um, it's a tricky spot. I mean, ultimately I, I'll probably end up laying off. I think Terry uh, got hurt um, in the last game with St. Louis. I remember something with the third period. I was, I took a shot with, with a third period. Uh, right, he's out. He won't play tonight. No yeah. So we're, I mean, that's, that's one of their top, top players there. So ultimately I, I probably end up passing on this game. Um, tried to fade the champs yesterday. I'm not looking to do it again. And he's, he's been good. I mean, he has he's basically had a point for uh, Anaheim in uh, seven of the last eight games. So obviously will be missed. Frank the Tank for Toronto's back, though. He missed the last game for uh, Anaheim. Uh, he'll be back uh, tonight, though, in the lineup for uh, them. It looks like Zegra Strom. Ryan Strom actually might be undervalued, too, because he's starting to chip in a little bit more lately if you're looking at props. McTavish as well should be a guy that's got to look to step up here in the absence of uh, Troy Terry. So, uh, and again, facing Johansson, who the jury's still out on him. So there's opportunity for Anaheim to chip the score offensively, get involved tonight. On the Colorado side, Comfer, Big Val Nachushkin's up with Ranton and McKinnon. They're good prop looks. Malkin, uh, he's had lots of chances. He just hasn't had any finish lately. Uh, but he's still up there in the lineup, and the value's still there. Can he finally put a puck in the net? Because he's had trouble doing that the last couple games. That's the question. All right, final game. Speaking of a team that does not have issues putting the puck in the net, the Edmonton Oilers, uh, minus 320 uh, road favorites at Mullet Arena in the desert against Arizona, total seven. You know, we're going to have Eddie Lack on the show around playoff time, and I know he's been to Mullet Arena a bunch of times, so I'm fascinated to hear his perspective uh, on being there in the building for these uh, Arizona uh, home games. But, uh, you know, definitely when you look at it, uh, they've for whatever reason, whether it's the atmosphere, the environment, whether it's just a, some level of comfort, Arizona has been a tough team to beat here at home all season. And the home record is actually very respectable for Arizona. Their overall record on the season is 27 and 47. Okay, they've lost 47 games, 27 wins, and 20 of their 27 wins have been at home. They actually have a winning record at Mullet Arena, 20 and 15 at home this year, the Arizona Coyotes. That's remarkable, you know, that for a team with the record that they have, actually has a winning record on home ice. And it speaks volumes about just how well they played here and how tough of an out they've been. Now they've lost four in a row and the loss to Colorado at home on Sunday, four to three uh, yesterday, I should say in a shootout Sunday, you know, snapped a six game win streak, six game home win streak for the uh, Arizona Coyotes, but still very competitive. This is going to be another of those. I got to do it. Arizona and the draw split, just like yesterday for me. Uh, in this game against the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, with all due respect to Edmonton, they've won five of their last six. Uh, they've had the win streak snapped by Vegas Saturday night, 4-3 uh, in overtime. Um, it's not going to be easy for them in Arizona. And then I see Jack Campbell starting, and that's the uh, 
that is the uh, that's the clincher for me that Arizona can compete in this game, that Arizona can hang uh, in this game. No question. Uh, Jack Campbell continues to fight the puck, continues to fight and battle with his own confidence uh, for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. But, you know, if you're Jay Woodcroft, you can't run Stuart Skinner right into the ground going into the playoffs. you got to give Campbell a start or two here or there. And this is obviously one of the uh, spots you've got to put him in there uh, against Arizona. So it is Jack Campbell uh, tonight for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Should be Vimelka for Arizona after Connor Ingram started yesterday. Um, so it should be uh, Vimelka at night. But uh, Vimelka's track record against Edmonton has been a little spotty. I think the over certainly in play, but I'm going to once again wait for a six and a half in uh, an in-game live over. And I'm going to go right away pregame with both teams to score in the first period. Uh, in this game. This is one I really like uh, the both teams to score first period at a plus price. I think definitely it can get there. The Coyotes team total is a, not a bad look Perlo, because, you know, we saw them yesterday, three goals uh, against uh, Colorado and the team total for Arizona is two and a half minus minus one twenty two to the over at pinnacle, only two and a half minus minus one twenty two. I mean, they can eat. I think they can certainly get three goals against Jack Campbell in Arizona tonight, so the team total is probably going to be in pocket as well. The both teams to score in the first period. Look at a live over, and I'm definitely going to be looking at an Arizona money line draw split. Again, the Arizona money line in this game is as high as plus 276 at Pinnacle, and the draw for this game, plus 430. Plus mm -hmm. 430 at Caesars. There's no way I'm passing up that price or those odds. You know what I think has got a great chance to go to overtime. They just played an overtime game in Edmonton. Last week, these same two teams, 4-3 in Edmonton. Edmonton's gone past regulation in three straight games. Arizona's gone past regulation five of their last 10 games. So, yeah, this is this is, this is is up there as far as the draw considerations tonight are concerned. Uh, Alex, I think you agree. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's just it. Like I said, three straight overs for, for Edmonton, five of the last nine with Arizona. Uh, they, like I said, three, a couple of games ago, they played in, in overtime. Four of the last ten meetings between these two teams have gone to overtime or a shootout. So, uh, you know, Arizona's been feisty at home, and and, and they have shown this high level of compete at Mullet Arena like they haven't been able to do in any of the other arenas. Uh, and Edmonton, you know, much like Colorado, you know, same kind of a spot. They roll in, you know, they're a team that, yeah, they should be able to score, you know, seven on their own and win this game easily, but they make things tough on themselves. They know they need points. I definitely see overtime in this one. So I got plus 430 uh, earlier this morning. There you go. Hell of a price on that. And by the way, I just see this stat now as I'm going through my notes here. 20 and 6 for Edmonton to the over in their last 26 road games. How about that? Road games. 20 and 6 to the over. So that is a strong, strong track record. Uh, higher scoring hockey for Edmonton uh, on the road. What do you think your occupancy? Last game, Oilers, Coyotes. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, Oilers opened up a minus 330 favorite. Um, Arizona opened up around plus 265, so I'm seeing the, the prices haven't moved uh, too much here. Um, I'm seeing the Oilers shouldn't be this big of a favorite if you're looking at the prices here, more like a two, minus 250, minus 200 type of thing. So from that perspective, I definitely would be on the Yotes um, here. You lay an extra juice in a regular season game. Um, the thing with the Yotes we talked about with these home road splits, um, in the last uh, five games, um, you know, Yotes are one and four on the money line. Um, so I think you have the draw in the back pocket. You know, that's a good way to approach this. The plus one and a half, two, and plus 100 in your back pocket, I think, is also another way. If you do like the Yotes, um, you know, you don't get the same 
bang for the buck if it does go to overtime. But then if they win in reg, you know, you're, you're kind of safe there. Um, you know, it's it, – I actually, I had the game capped um, with Skinner. And then so it kind of changes a little bit on the fly. You know, now it's Campbell in. I checked his numbers, 4-6-4-6-4 for Campbell's last his goals against in the last five. So um, if there are going to be goals scored, um, you know, uh, you know how, how are they going to do? But the fly was an early game yesterday, so, you know, probably have enough time across the border, hopefully no passport issues and all that kind of shit. Um, you know, but one thing, one thing that stands that. out. Yeah, I know, right? But hopefully they, they can get through customs and, and just play hockey. But uh, the props, you know, the props, I think, for the for the Yotes side, uh, also shout out to Kevin Beach on the Evander Kane undershots on Saturday. I had that, and you can get a minus one forty for Evander uh, under three and a half today. And uh, four of the last five uh, have gone under for Evander. That was um, a good probably actually make, Yeah, I'll make that on my card again, uh, I believe. But uh, looking for the overs uh, for the props, and Keller had seven yesterday, seven shots. Um, Michelli had three. Kraus had three. Schmaltz got got an assist. Um, you know, Keller scored. Um, Hayton, you know, it's funny, we, Hayton such an interesting guy. Like, so I, I was listening to the game, I was listening to Connor McGahee on, you know, Altitude, you know, radio network and for the Colorado side. And, uh, you know, I know Hayton's actually kind of a little bit of a bruiser down there. He was, he's gets, gets a little physical, you know, I kind of, you know, you see him on the stat sheet and you kind of think he's just this flashy player with offensive talent and stuff like that. But, but Baron Hayton was like throwing bows with McCarr and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, interesting to kind of, you know, when you watch a game, you hear the game, you kind of get these different perspectives. Um, ultimately for betting, um, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I look, I look towards props. I mean, I'm, I'm, I might make, depending kind of how the front front end of the card goes, like, you know, if, if the front end of the card goes well, I have no problem coming in with an Arizona, um, you know, but, you know, units are, are, are important here and, you know, I kind of got to pick my spots. Um, but if the front card goes well, you know, maybe I'll tweet out late, later Arizona type play. Um, but I'm just looking, you know, you could still get Barrett Hayton minus 125 for a point. Uh, the Schmaltz assist tonight. Um, seeing uh, what do we got here? Plus 115, I think is a good, That's a good, good price. Look. Yep. Yeah, for, yeah. for the um, Schmaltz assist and then, you know, your shots on goal. Um, they're on a minus 140 for Keller over two and a half. Mi minus 200 for Schmaltz over one and a half. I mean, you know, so I pick and choose kind of on, on the prop market. Um, but I'll, I'll probably have a couple couple Coyotes. But I mean, they look, they played hard yesterday. You know, they came back and, you know, what could have been a dud 3-1, lose all the bets type thing, they they – make it back in three, three push to overtime. So, um, you know, but this game is what it is, but, uh, no, not super important for the, uh, you know, for the playoff race, but, but definitely a good game to bet and probably have the draw as well. So, um, definitely, uh, you know, interesting game to, to round out the card and yeah, from the other side, you know, you can't really go wrong sticking with CMD, you know, 97, he's, he's, uh, setting records and it's just pricey. So how you want to get in minus 160 for him to score, believe uh cubano was telling me they're both going for 500 tonight or there's a something yeah, i have it up right here i talked with him in a private chat and 300 300 career goals i think mcdavid and dry saddle might be sitting at 299 each uh, could confirm that but anyway if you look at those types of trends and uh yeah that's about it yeah there's a good props here i'm on clayton keller to score it's obvious it's not a great price but you got to go with it he's just flaming hot right now plus 140 uh, you're right. You mentioned Schmaltz point assist prop. Michelli, same thing is worth a look. Kraus is worth a look on the Arizona side. I'll throw an undervalued one at you. The defenseman for Arizona, he's on the number one power play unit now, getting more minutes up the up the pairings a little bit for Andre Tourney. 
Yusuf Alamaki, former Calgary Flame, shooting the puck a lot too. His over shots is only one and a half. He could probably get over that number. And I think he can get a point at plus 140. It's a great price as point prop, especially if he's going to be on the number one power play. In fact, his power play point prop might be even better of a look because he's going to play number one power play tonight for the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Plus 550. Sprinkle something on that. Yusuf Valamaki to get a power play point prop. Plus 550. And he's on the number one power play unit. So, yeah, absolutely it is a good uh, situation. The key thing with the draws, uh, Kofi here in Awusu uh, in our chat mentions the draw is only worth it if you're willing to risk wagering a large sum of money. Um, You know, the key with the draw for me is that I cashed a plus 400 and man, does it boost a bankroll when that happens yesterday with Colorado and Arizona. That doesn't mean that I go double on the draw tonight with Edmonton and Arizona. No, we keep the same amount. We keep it the same amount. So if I win the draw yesterday and then I bet the draw here tonight, Edmonton, Arizona, but let's say it doesn't win, it's still profit because you're not betting more than the, the, the bet you made yesterday. Both of them are plus money you're still going to have some profit to show for it. So it's very important that don't start, oh, I'm rolling in the green here with the draws. We can amp up our units here. We can go a quarter, half a unit more, full unit more. No, no, no. Don't start thinking that. This is still selective. This is still, you know, a a bit of a risky proposition because it takes a lot for a game to go to overtime. But if you keep the unit size and you keep the amount the same with every draw bet, or at least very close to the same, and you don't, uh, increase it, you know, exponentially, then you're going to see it build over the course of time. Uh, the profits with the draw, if, you, if you're if you're going about it the right way. Yeah, and if and if you look at streaks, if anything, I would probably look to downgrade. Like right now, if if you were to have bet Edmonton the last three games to go OT, and let's say you started at, at a half unit, uh, I would have recommended that you go down to a quarter unit and then just stay at a quarter unit. Uh, going forward, or if you're betting a full unit, then go drop down to a half unit. If you like a back-to-back draw, uh, that's not a bad look to have. You know, I, I like this one personally enough to where I'm betting a full unit, just like I did yesterday. But I would not talk anyone out of if you're looking for you know, this. You bet Arizona yesterday at half unit. Play them in a quarter unit, and then if this hits, keep playing that draw in a quarter unit, and, and rather, and you still, like I said, even with a quarter unit, you can go three in a row, lose, and you're still making profit if you've hit one or two in a row. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I love uh, it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's sarcasm, but I like it. What Grinch is saying in the chat. Oh wait, I thought thought you're supposed to sell your house and put it on the draw. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that would not be wise. No. Yeah, that would not be wise. Yeah, you'll be without a roof over your head in a lickety split. Yeah, essentially, uh, no question. Uh, great stuff. Great card occupancy. Great job. Uh, thanks for joining yeah. us. Uh, thanks for requesting to be on the show. Uh, and that's what made it happen. So uh, great to have you with us. We got another guest joining us tomorrow. Straight bet Ben is going to be back on the show tomorrow. And it's good because Alex won't be on the daytime show uh, tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern, but he will be up with us for the BetCast again tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Make sure you join us for that. Uh, And again, send a DM at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano350 at gmail.com to join us for that. Patreon.com slash Ice Guys, just $10 a month. Goalie charts, totals charts, power ratings, daily Ice Guys show, betting card, bonus content, and more. Make sure you sign up and subscribe. It's just $10 a month. Patreon.com slash Ice Guys. And also, we got the wonderful email yesterday about 
20% off. It's back for another week at the Ice Guys store. Like I said, we don't get to set our coupon prices and, and codes. Uh, the, the website kind of takes care of that for us. So seven days right now, 20% off everything. We've got the draw season shirt and sticker in store right now. We also have a mug available as well. So check that out amongst all the other uh, caps and hoodies and shirts and bandanas and all kind of things we have. Iceguys.myspreadshop.com. 20% off everything for the next seven days. If you really want to get gutsy, though, that's and I like those two draws, Robert. I'll say that Wild Kraken and Oilers like Yotes over twenty-five to one uh, for the two of them combined. I mean, just to, again, just a couple bucks, nothing crazy, but man, that yeah, hits! Wow, turn a can of beer into a bottle of Dom Perignon. There you go. That's essentially <laughs> what you can do if the if we get uh, overtime in both of those venues tonight, Mini and the Desert uh, in Arizona, no question. All right, great stuff. Uh, all right, we'll be back with best bets coming right up right after we hear from Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0 takes care of your facial hair uh, and among other things. Uh, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit, and the Weed Whacker can help you do that. Both of these products, waterproof and a 4,000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. And you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner, with the ball deodorant. Keep you smelling good, looking good, and feeling good down in the nether regions. This complete performance package 4.0 will take care of everything for you, for all you guys out there. And it's courtesy of our good friends at manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we are back and ready for uh, best bets on this Monday edition of the Ice Guys Show. Alex, I will start with you. What do you like for best bet? Yeah, we're going to go with that. Uh, man, it's so tough choosing between these two draw plays. But we're going to go with the Oilers and the Coyotes. Uh, we're going to go plus 430 on the draw. Coyotes, five of the last nine games have gone past regulation. Edmonton, three straight, including one against Arizona. Uh, they have not been able to put away these bad teams. They've been making everything close to themselves. And Arizona has been a feisty home team all season long. So give me Edmonton, Arizona draw in regulation plus 430 is my best bet for this Monday. All right. I like it. Edmonton, Arizona draw plus 430. I'm seeing some people are saying FanDuel's got plus 480 and that's bad by me. Usually wow. I'm a good line shopper. Oh, I missed that. And I'm not happy about it. I'm, I'm line shopping. Is usually I'm, I'm the king of that. And uh, I missed out on a better price apparently. So, uh, but anyway, upwards of plus 480 apparently in some spots with the uh, draw with uh, Edmonton and Arizona. And it makes sense. I mean, again, yeah. the Oilers have had close games, overtime games in three straight. 
Uh, Arizona Edmonton went past regulation last week in Edmonton. Oh, and Jack Campbell in net. So good luck getting a margin of victory with uh, Jack in net. And another thing, too, they got Vegas tomorrow night. So a one, one eye look ahead to that game in uh, Vegas tomorrow night, a team that beat them Saturday mm-hmm. night in Edmonton. So uh, definitely it's got all the doesn't mean it's going to hit. But, man, it's got all the ingredients of a draw, a, a yeah. great bet here uh, for uh, Oilers Coyotes uh, draw tonight in this game. All right. Occupancy. Uh, what do you got for best bet? Yeah, best bet. I'm going to look at the prop market uh, and the game money line market as well. Um, I'm going to go with Brandon Montour uh, over an assist at minus 110. He said it's 7 and 11 in March um, in a game where we can see goals. Both teams need to get the puck behind. Um, there's a lot of weapons around him, and he's a puck moving defenseman, which is rare in the league. Uh, so we'll go with the Brandon Montour assist minus 110, and uh, the New York Islanders on the money line plus 110 for my best bet. There you go. All right. I like it. Brandon Montour uh, to get an assist, a uh, player prop best bet, and the Islanders. Uh, to get the job done against the Devils, plus 110 uh, Islanders against the Devils. A uh, couple of best bets there for uh, occupancy. My best bet for this uh, Monday slate, uh, I'm going to roll with uh, in this one that Colorado Anaheim over six and a half minus 125. I was just waiting for the double J confirmation. Uh, Jonas Johansson for Colorado. We've got it. Uh, Anaheim played nothing but up and down track meet, non-defensive hockey the other night against St. Louis. And I think we can. I think we can get a few goals out of Anaheim against Johansson. We saw Colorado give up three to Arizona yesterday. Colorado should definitely find the back of the net themselves against this Coyotes team, which just gave up what six to St. Louis on Saturday night. That's not good. Uh, but uh, yeah, goals I think are on the menu in the pond tonight. Colorado Anaheim over six and a half minus one twenty five for my best bet. That'll wrap up this edition of the ice guys. Thanks again to our special guest occupancy. Thanks to everyone uh, in the chat for joining us Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the ice guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 PM Eastern Saturday and Sunday noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the ice guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Occupancy and Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we're back with a daily double of the Ice Guys tomorrow. Daily show, 2 p.m. Eastern. Straight Bet Ben joining me. And then we're back with the Ice Guys BetCast, 7 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night. Join us for both on the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. Thank <laughs> you.